This is the Whatever You Say Podcast. And we in here. Is this thing on? Welcome, Whatever You Say Podcast. Your man Ivory Town's back in effect. Uh, listen, big show today. Big show today. Shout out to our sponsor, Cibo Alto. C-I-B-O dot Alto, A-L-T-O. Check them out on IG. Higher level cuisines. That's right, if you know, you know, huh? If you know, you know. And a new one, uh, Covington Heat and Air. Shout out to folks at Covington Heat and Air. Hey, I bullshit you not. Uh, you know, we had a, this, this two-week run. There's 110, 115 degree heat. My air conditioner had to take a break one day. It was, it was, it was sick. And uh, I called my folks at Covington Heat and Air. Came out, hooked me right up, man. No problem. And didn't even cut my legs off. I promise. Decent numbers, man. Shout out. Covington Heat and Air. Uh, check them out on Instagram. Now, business is out the way. I told you, big show today. This is special. We haven't been running this, this podcast that long. And I appreciate everybody who came through and gave me some time. But uh, we're kind of leveling up on this one. And if you're from OKC, you've seen this dude all around, all over the place, all on TV. Uh, I don't even know what to call him. Uh, Hip-hop artist, rapper, entrepreneur, mentor, activist. Uh, I don't know. uh, Pizza shop owner. Uh, But I do know one thing. He's an Emmy Award winner. Welcome, my man, to the Whatever You Say podcast for the very first time, Mr. J.B. Williams. What up, what up? How we doing, man? What's the deal? I'm chilling, man. I like how you said for the very first time, just make sure I come back. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, hey, there people, you go. Sometimes, sometimes people will be like, yeah, come do a podcast or do an interview. Then like, man, I, you know what I'm saying? It'd be so good. You want to go back and do it. Like, oh, we already had you on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, yeah. Just for real, somebody going to say, we already had you on, J.B.? Never yeah. mind. I mean, it's been said. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we got like I I always like like to double back sometimes. So yeah. Hey man, if it was if it was good the first time, you know, and that vibe was there, why not? No doubt, no doubt. Why not? Did you bring the Emmy? Nah, I didn't. You didn't no. tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no Emmy. I want the Emmy in the house. Yeah. Let's start right there, man. How the hell did that come along? So um, I did a I wrote and uh, performed in a commercial, and the commercial that I wrote and performed for, we won an Emmy. So we got, we got, I think, two for that one. We got uh, one for the performance and then one for the production. So, yeah. What was, uh, what was the commercial? Uh, it was called uh, What If. It was a, it was a um, commercial for the Science Museum ah, in Oklahoma. I think I kind of remember that. Yeah, and but I just won another one in 2000. I think 17, 16, maybe 18. My man loses tracks of his, of his enemies. <laughs> well, we got, I, we did a, a <laughs> documentary, um, just like a documentary over like me and like my music and stuff. Okay. And that documentary won a uh, Emmy for the production of it too. So yeah. Now you, you in a circle now. I hope so. You man. know, you, you, you in their mind now. They say, yeah. well, you know, it's, uh, we got to see what JB is doing. It's Emmy time. Yeah, no doubt. Let's go check in OKC, see what my man's doing. No doubt. So, I, I, listen, I went down the rundown, man. Uh, you know, activist, mentor, entrepreneur, rapper. Wh- which one means the most to you? Oh, that's a good question. Probably, uh, probably, 
probably just rapper because that's where everything started. You know that that was the original dream. Uh, that's where, you know, all everything I do or I've done started with rap, you know. Um, you know, I feel like rap gave me my platform. Uh, music gave me, you know, just that uh, that push. I needed to realize that, you know, that anything is possible. And uh, so definitely rapper because that's where it all started. If you weren't rapping, which would be the next area you think you can make um, the big biggest impact? If I wasn't rapping, I would still be trapping, baby. No, <laughs> no, uh, uh, if, if I wasn't rapping, probably, uh, probably you know, activism and organizing, just because you know, like right now, that takes up most of my time. Right. And, the, you know, it's, it's what's really important to me, you know, especially when I think about um, the times we're living in, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, the future and, you know, you know, how I want things to be in the future for our people. So um, probably that. When when did that that kick? Because, I mean, listen, uh, everything you're involved in that takes time, that takes creativity. Uh, that takes a team around you. Uh, when did when did that even set in to make those extra moves? Open the pizza shop, start this push for your man for for our guy Julius Jones. Um, so, you know, with with Julius, um, I I kind of remember you know after seeing the footage of you know him being arrested and stuff, I definitely remember when that happened. Mm-hmm. But you know. Back then, you don't really have all the information to know, you right. know what, what was what was going on. So, and plus, we were all just kids, anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, whenever the documentary came out, which I got to be in, um, you realize like how how messed up all this was, and so um, it was just realizing, man, like I don't know what it's gonna take, but I know that I can do something. So. You know, it was just it was just trying to, you know, always thinking of the next thing I can do to either bring awareness to his case or, um, you know, show his show Oklahoma how important this is to us or prove his innocence. And uh, you don't really you don't really think of it as like, you know, I'm an activist. So this is what I'm going to do, you know, or I'm an organizer. This is what I'm going to do. It's like it's like it's there and. You know, it needs to be done, so you do it. You know what I mean? That, that's that's hey man. It's somebody needs to do something. Let me let me step in and yeah. do something. No doubt. And when you're talking about the documentary, you're talking about that. Was it a four part series? Yeah, it was um, the last defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember defense. that. Yeah. I remember that. And um, listen, around that time, I remember. I think I'm a little a couple years older than you. Um, I was. 18, 19 years old. Um, I played against Julius. Um, we didn't hang out tight like that, but I went to Douglas. He went to John Marshall. Mm-hmm. Played ball against each other. Um, we even, you know, kind of had some interest in some mutual, mutual girls and stuff Already, like yeah. that. So <laughs> it was, it was a little lightweight, you know, rivalry that nobody knew about. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and you know, believe it or not, I, I wasn't all this. I wasn't always this nice, young, handsome man that I am now. <laughs> I, I kind of got caught up in some stuff. It was around 98, 99. And 
Julius was still in the county jail mm. when I had went through, and he had been in maybe about a year, year and a half at that time, um, because quite as kept only a few people know this. Whatever you say. I was I, was, I, I hung with him <laughs> a couple days before that all happened. Me, him, and another couple young ladies had went out mm. to the mall. Wow. And like two, three days later, that happened. And then a year, year and a half later, I'm fucking up. I see him in the county like, wow, you're still in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I remember it was like, you know, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was like a, some guns involved in my case. And, and it was a shotgun. One of them was a shotgun. And I remember my lawyer being nervous because there was a shotgun involved in my case. Uh-huh. And it was a shotgun involved in Julia Jones' case uh-huh. also. And he was like, man, shotguns, are, it's, a, it's a bad look around them right now. We're, uh-huh. you know, kind of nervous. So, man, our heart goes out to Julius. And um, I saw you, you, I don't know how recent that picture was, but I saw that you posted a picture uh-huh. with him. Um, how is he? How's the case going? When's the last time you talked to him or his family? Uh, man, I, we actually had his sister's birthday party on... Was today? I think we had it Monday or Tuesday. No, we had it Sunday. I'm sorry. We had a, had had her birthday party on Sunday. Okay. Um, but we usually he and I usually talk. You know, two or three times a week. You know, uh, he's you know he's uh, in a better facility now. Um, you know, and uh, can really kind of move around. You know, you know, death row was was different. You know what I mean? Is, is that was that the 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 outcome of that whole thing? Now he just got off. Yeah, death row so, and just has a little more yeah so when they action. got him off death row they moved uh, they took him uh, Adam McAllister and took him to a different facility and okay. now he's you know he's in uh, you know gets to you know work and uh, play basketball and you know what I'm saying visitations like, all that yeah he gets to be, you know visit and yeah. you know uh, hug his people you know what I'm saying um, so I went to see him last month um uh, and you know he's he's doing good, but really you know all we're trying to do is just you know you know think about the next the next steps of his case. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because we want to get him out of there, and um, and he wants to be you know home with his people, and so that's you know that's what we're really focusing on. So anytime you know anytime I talk to him, usually you know we might talk about you know uh, music or shoes or or females or, you know, sports for a little bit, but, you know, we spend the majority of our time talking about, you know, um, strategizing and, you know, organizing the next moves and what we need to do. And and, um, and then also just programming and things that he, want, he wants done, you know what I'm saying, like just in his name, you know, as far as like the youth and, and things like that, so. You got the right guy to, uh, to, to spearhead that whole thing. Um, what kind of team and, and, and what kind of hard work uh, does it take for you to, to be in, involved in all these things simultaneously? Um, and and whose idea was it for the pizza shop? Oh, that was mine. Was that um, you? Was that all you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, just like with, with the pizza, so I had signed um, a lease to open up a business there, I want to say probably 2017, 2018. Okay. Um, no, because, yeah, 2017 ish, I think. Maybe even before that. But it was right after, um, you know, uh, Tower Theater had opened up and I got a percentage of that. Then, 
um, that the same developers were doing that development. And so we wanted to um, uh, get black businesses, you know, mm-hmm. and so uh, I wanted to make sure I wanted to help get black businesses. And so I was like, well, I want to do my own business, too. Type right. jump. And so my first idea was, of course, to do like a record shop. You know what I mean? Like a like a hip hop shop with a stage studio in the back. You oh, know, man. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? All that. And so <laughs> what I did was we flew to Minneapolis to visit this record store. Uh, uh, one of my favorite spots, uh, Fifth Element. And so we talked to their owners and he was just saying, you know, man, really, you know, we about to go strictly online with, with, with uh, selling music. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just not the same as it used to be. You right. know what I mean? And you're going to have a tough time, especially in the Midwest, especially in Oklahoma. And so I came back home. They closed the grocery store on 23rd. And then they tore it down. And so I was like, man, I got to do some food. I was right. like, people were saying, you know, the east side is a food desert and all that, you know. And I used to say that too, um, but you know, I started to learn about what a desert is. Um, a desert, you know, isn't man-made. It's you know what I'm saying. It's it's created by nature. You right. know what I'm saying by God. Right. But uh, what we have on the east side is a food apartheid, meaning that it is created by man. Not mm-hmm. only is it created by man, but it's intentional mm-hmm. um, and. It's for a reason, you know what I'm saying? And the reason was to um, to strip the resources from from a certain group of people, you know what I mean? Drive down property value. Yeah, so um, the only food experience I had was in pizza. I worked at, I worked at Pizza Hut when I was 16. <laughs> Probably until I was about 19, 20. Right. And um, so I was like, I'm, I'm gonna do pizza. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, and and the black crust. That's a, that's a hell of a touch, man. Yeah. You I like know, that. You, you know, I, I you know to be honest, I just I when I when I started, I wanted it to be a thing where I could say, "This is for the culture." You know what I'm saying? This is for us. You know, but I also wanted something cool that I knew nobody else was doing. And you know, we live in you know the the Instagram age and the TikTok age. Yeah. So I wanted something people could do that with, you know what I'm saying? And so I started researching, you know, cool ways to make pizza, how to make pizza different. I came across a bunch of stuff, uh, but whenever I saw the black one, I was like, man, like, I could just do, I know me, I could do some, I could say it's, I say, I could say it's melanin, I could say all this stuff, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so uh, <laughs> on my birthday, one right before, um, whenever I decided to do pizza and I found this black crust on my birthday, me and some friends, we tried it at home mm-hmm. and it worked. And I was like, yeah, that's what we're doing. So. Now, is that now the crust? That, that isn't regular just dough crust? Is that the, It's regular. It's dough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's the same as same as every other uh, crust. Really? Uh-huh. I, I've, I've tried that. I've tr- I forgot which kind I had because I sent my, my kids to go up there and grab, grab something. Pretty damn tasty. Man, I appreciate that. Pretty bro. tasty, man. Yeah. I'm gonna get back and, and try it <laughs> in in the restaurant. Yes. You know it's a little different when you take it to go or get uh-huh. it from somebody else, then you try it in the restaurant. Yeah. So we go see. Let me know so I can meet you in there too. No doubt, no yeah. doubt. I got JB Williams, man. We talking hip hop, activism, pizza, all that stuff, man. Whatever you say, podcast. Um, let's go to some music, man. You you like, we were talking before we got on, and I worked at the radio station here in the city. 
uh, uh, OKC if you if you if you're blind out there. But my man, my man is worldwide. We'll get to me. Listen, you with MERS. I see you with Havoc. Mm-hmm. Uh, working with Run the Jewels. Come on, man. You Chuck D. Ch- Chuck D. I did right. Come on, man. You first of all, how old are you? I'm uh, 39. I just turned 39. Okay, so we we right there. Mm-hmm. We right there. I'm 42. Mm-hmm. So we right there in that same that same era. I'm with that boom bap era. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, where did those connections come from? And 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 doing my little social media stalking and and, and following up that I do is MERS that first kind of national connect that you had, and 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 is that what opened up the door for everybody else? Um. He was the first person to like, to like, you know, kind of co-sign me. But my the first connection was LP from Run the Jewels. Okay. And uh, what happened? How I met him, and we, he was the first person to do a song with me. All that. Really. Uh, so, I had a show here in OKC. It was a it was a group on tour. I can't even name the tour, but the dude on the tour played. I think he played the keys. His name was Nick Hook. Mm-hmm. And so this is back. Remember those, remember those flip cameras? It was like a little camera like that, right? And it right. was called a flip camera. So I guess like their tour was sponsored by Flip, and they would in each show they would do these interviews with the Flip and ask you know the opening acts, the people at the shows questions. And so I had opened for them, and I think I think the band was called Cubic Zirconia. Anyways, um, <laughs> and so uh, so I'm doing the. Where is he at now? Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm doing the I'm doing the interview and he's you know asking me questions like who your favorite rapper who your favorite producer if you can work with any producer so I said he said if you could work with any producer who would it be and I was like shoot that's easy LP you know what I'm saying uh-huh. and right at this time there was no Run the Jewels you know what I'm saying so he was think he was bugging out how somebody in OKC knew who LP was right and so he was like man when he got done he was like man I can I could connect y'all I play in his band I help him mix his music you wow. know what I'm saying I'm thinking heck no nah. and so he had said, I remember he set up an email he was like hey L this is my homie JB I met him in New York I met him in OKC and LP had emailed back he was like I ain't got time right now <laughs> and so I, that was it you know what I'm saying and so then probably like a year later whenever Twitter started bubbling um, I'm I'm on Twitter I think I think I did an interview somewhere else. I know I did an interview in LA for this for like a, a radio show in LA and they posted on the Twitter thing they said rapper JB talks about you know this and LP and this person and this this mm-hmm. LP and Oklahoma City rapper whatever and they tagged him and then he started following me and so then when he started following me, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna DM him. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And so I said, oh, you, you know, you might not remember me, but I'm a home. I'm a friend. Of, I'm a friend of Nick Hooks. You know, Wooty Woo. And he messaged me back. He was like, anybody a friend of Nick's is a friend of mine. You right. know what I'm saying? And so from there, we just started building. You know what I mean? He took me on tour. And so I went on two tours um, before they before they became Run the Jewels, and then they did the first Run the Jewels. The 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 first Run the Jewels tour. I went on three, I think, with them, but the first one. Um, I had a homie from Tucson. My DJ was from Tucson, mm-hmm. and he brought a dude on tour. And so he was like helping us with merch and stuff like that. But that dude was Mercer's assistant, and so he was on tour with us. And so when he got back, when, when we were on tour, he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm working with Merce, and I think you would be, you would, you know, he would love to meet you." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's tight, whatever." You All know right. what I'm saying? 
not even, you know, not not really knowing. You know what I'm saying? I'm knowing who Mercer was, but you hear that kind of talk all the time. All you know the what I'm time, oh, right. And so I got back to Oklahoma, and I was working at at the uh, at my job. He called me. He goes, "Yo, I got Mercer on three way. He want to talk to you." And so I'm like, "What the hell?" And so Mercer um, was on the phone. He was like, "Yeah, I want to help you put out your music, put out your album." He said, uh, "This was like October." He said, "I got I got a show at House of Blues in December." Uh, I want to fly you out. We're going to start a tour. Woo -woo. I, I, I left work that day and <laughs> never went back. I flew to, flew to L.A. I did like two right. shows at both House of Blues in California. Went on tour. He put my album out. He, you know what I'm saying? He just pushed me, introduced me to people, all that. You know what I'm saying? And Which album was this? That was uh, Everything Was Beautiful, Nothing Hurt. Really? Yeah. That was 2013. Wow. How do you get to go on tour? I mean, obviously, I mean, is it is it old school? You 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 hook up with Murris and y'all jump on a cipher or something, and he said, I'm gonna take him on tour. How how did how does that hook um, up? Um, he's just you know uh, with the first one and everyone after that, he just you know well he, the first one he was just like you know I I want to showcase you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it was me and I think three other people, a group, and then two other people he was Whatever doing the same say. thing with. Did you already have like some demos, some mixtapes? <laughs> yeah, stuff? I, had, I had a lot of stuff, a lot okay. of music already. And so, um, and so every night we would switch off, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it was Merce, and then I think it was like four of us opening. So every night, you know, one of us would go first, and then, you know, then we would take turns opening up for Merce, you know what I'm saying? So we would just alternate right. every single night. And then as he and I got cool, you know, there have been some tours where I see him announce and I'll text him and be like, yo, I'm going on that tour. And he was like, right. all right, I'm gonna have my tour manager, you know, hit you up and you know what I'm saying? They they plug me in, you know what I mean? So uh yeah, it's you know, that dude, like, still to this day, he like, you know, uh one of my best friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, we we talk on the phone for hours, you know what right. I'm saying? Like he been to my mama's house. I've been to his mama's house, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just a good dude. Um, you know, touring with LP um, and Run the Jewels, it was kind of similar. At first, I think he uh, I think he was just like, well, I can let you do some 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 dates close to you, like, mm -hmm. you know, Dallas, Houston. Right, right, right. And then I, I went on those, and uh, then I, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, you can you can jump on tour. We can add you to it. You know, contact the the, the booking agent and have them add you. You know what I mean? And that's how I end up working. But um, but yeah, like every every time it's been you know different. Like even when I went to uh, I toured in Europe. Uh, you know, it, I went on tour in Europe with this group from Europe called uh, Loot Troop, and you know uh, I don't remember. I think I was reading a book or something, and it was just talking about you know. Um, about just just doing it, not waiting and doing it. Mm -hmm. And so one of my favorite rappers is a rapper from Sweden. His name is um, Promo. And so I hit him up, and I was like, man, I'm a fan. I'm from, I'm from Oklahoma. You know, here's my music. Here's what I've done. You know, I know this person, this person that you you know. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, we you know you could you could ask them about me. Right. And I was like, if if you got a tour coming up, like I would love to um, to be a part of it. You know. I make sure I get there wherever it is in Europe, and it was probably like a month later. Uh, you know, his the, the booking agent hit me up and was like, "Hey, 
I got your contact from Promo. He told me, you know, you to add you to this tour they're working on. Nice, man. Yeah, and they they took care of us. You know what I'm saying? So, how how is the money for stuff like that? I mean, is it is it now? I mean, I guess at that time you're up and comer. So is it even proper to even try to negotiate money? I mean, it's it's the music game, so it's all about getting out there, getting seen, and that you know should be enough in some well, some uh, eyes. Some of it it is like when like for instance, um, whenever whenever I hit up LP and run for run the Jewels tours, he was like, you could do some Dallas dates. I knew I wouldn't get no money. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I knew I was just going, you know, trying to get some exposure, meet some people. Um, and then as whenever they started, whenever I was able to be like official on the tour, you know, they, you know, every, usually it's the, 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 uh, the pay, you pay to the broken down in guarantees or broken mm -hmm. down somewhere like that. Uh, and then with, uh, MERS, uh, some of the tours, you know, I had a, I had a set rate I would get every night. Okay. Um, a per diem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I had that plus a per diem. Okay. Okay. And then, the, but the very first one we got, we we all got a per diem each each day. But then, whenever I was like, you know, that was 2013. But then, like 2016, 17, like I'm I'm getting paid so plus a per now. diem. You know what I mean? Break bread. Um, you know, I've done some tours where, uh, like, I went on tour with um, with Mr. Liff and Zion I. Uh, who passed away Zumbi from Zion I passed away I think two, a year Last year Sometime But um, uh, Legendary West Coast Artist from uh, The Bay But I went on tour okay. With them And They had A guarantee Plus a door deal And then I would get A percentage of the door hmm. So Okay uh, Let's go back Real quick You said you got A percentage of, of Tower Theater yeah, I used to. So, yeah. were you a part of that? They say used to. Yeah. Were you a part of that whole upbringing? When yeah, they when they first. That? So, um, I just I actually. No, your I commercial was running three. Yeah. Ten times an hour. Um, I I sold a big a big portion of mine. Okay. Yeah. Hey, get it, get it, man. Yeah. <laughs> get it how you do. You know, ain't that the ain't that the lick right now? You build it up, build yeah. it up, and then once it gets popping. I'm, not, not, but I'm still like, like. I'm still a part of them, but the like I don't have the percentage I had. You know what I'm okay. saying? That makes sense. I got you. So I got you. Some some negotiations need yeah. to go down. Apparently, my man JB need to talk to some folks. No, that I, it, it worked out good for me. Worked out good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, well, the talking went well. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, real quick, you know, we're talking about the music. You hook up with Murs and and you first uh, hooked up with LP. So uh, were you supposed to be? The rapper and run the jewels, man. Did Killer nah, Mike take that spot for you? Nah, <laughs> actually, man, the 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 the, the song me and LP did the for the the first beat he sent for me was for Killer Mike. Yeah, but nah, they they are they had all that playing and all that, man. Like Killer Mike is beast, man. Yeah, they, it's it's so crazy, man. But um, but around that same time. It's whenever it's how it's when I met Chuck D too. Like all in, like all that was happening at the same time. Right. It was crazy. It's like that was around the same time. Like I was like, man, ain't no, nobody listens to my shit. Can you cuss? Oh man, so come on, okay. man. Whatever you say. Yeah, nobody listens to my shit. Like, uh -huh. what am I doing? You know, uh, this is so hard. Like all that that same time, I was feeling like really discouraged about music. 
And this is? This is 2013, 14. Oh, okay, okay, no doubt. And so no doubt. all that, so when I'm going through that, that depression and like just feeling frustrated about music and, you know, I just feel like, especially here, feeling like, you know, niggas don't fuck with me and all that, yeah. it's whenever Chuck D hit me up, Murs reached out, LP took me on tour. You know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff started happening Damn. right as I was feeling like that. So rejuvenated nigga. Yeah, huh? no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Chuck D, man. I mean, listen, I, I I don't know you very well, man, but just from TV and just you running around in the city, you know, uh, I could tell you're a man of, of some kind of principle and character, integrity. If you know Chuck D, yeah, that's what that's all he's about. If you know Killer Mike LP, yeah, if you know their music, that's what they that's what they uh, promote. Merce, he's just an overall hip hop yeah. ambassador. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, I'm glad and, you know that about him, man. Yeah, not, yeah. Not many people out here really do, but nah, yeah. I, I respect Merce and and just you know, and and in you, I and mean, we fit mm -hmm. you right up in there. Um, like minded folks and and folks that kind of seem to 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 walk by the beat of the same drum, um, how much is that and just your overall character? How much can you kind of tell other rappers, like, it does matter how yeah. you act out here? Yeah, it, it really does, you know. But it's how you carry it, yourself. It's how you carry yourself. And I know, like, we sometimes we like to equate it with, like, age or the style of music you make, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? But it, it's really not, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example... I met I met uh, Chief Keith in New York, and this okay. is where he first when he first started popping. This is I don't know what year that was, but he when he was I mean when he was just a kid, right. and he and he was on he had all those YouTube videos where he was fighting, and him and the other dude had gotten into a fight mm -hmm. or beat that beat somebody up in front of a store or something like that, and everybody's talking about Chief Keith is like really that dude. Uh, so my homegirl um, they had an event in New York, and I want to say. I think the, the 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 venue was called Best Buy Center. I think that's what it was called. I can't remember, but it was a big it was a big venue. Mm -hmm. And so she invited me to come out while I was out there, and um, and Chief Keith was headlining. It was like his like I think one of his first shows in New York, maybe right. something like that. And I'm thinking I'm gonna meet this killer and like all that. You know what I'm saying? But he was the nicest person in the room. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Really friendly. Um, and then uh, the same thing with. Um, with Mozzie, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> one of the nicest people I ever right. met and, like, actually kicked it with him, chilled with him, all that. Right. Very, very nice and friendly. And so I say that to say, like, it's not even about the style of music you make. It's not even about, it's not even about, um, you know, your age. It's just about, like, just being a, a real person and understanding, like, like, you know, it's how you treat people, how you talk to people, you know what I mean? Those are the things that people remember and, how, and what stands out. Um, and then also, you know, uh, it's a big part of, you know, how you carry yourself and, um, and knowing that all, every single movie you make, there's somebody watching, you know what I'm saying, on every level. Um, no so yeah, I, you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if that's, if that's even advice, but I think if I had to give some advice on that, it would just be, just be mindful of the eyes that are watching every single move that you make. And then just know it's a time and place for everything, man. Yeah, no doubt. You no know, doubt. when when you with your partners and, and doing all that, and when you're in rapper mode, that's yeah, and that's that's, that's one thing. And that's it's, as, exactly, you know? and that's you know, what I'm saying like exactly, like I I might be at a homie's house party getting toe up and all of that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But 
when I'm working, I'm working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When you I gotta know when the I'm, difference. When man. I'm when I'm clocked in, I'm clocked in. No doubt about it. JB Williams giving some game. We talked about the tower, uh, theater, the mentorship with kids. You got kids up there working at your yeah. at the pizza shop. You know, that's a that's a hell of a look. How many parents uh pat you on the back for that one? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, more that, something to do. Yeah, it is, you know, and it's it. Uh, so we have students that work there, and then we have some students who are younger, too young to, to work, but want to learn about, you know, being an entrepreneur. Want to want to learn about what it what it means to own your to own your own business. So uh, I'll come and sit talk with them. I'll let my GM, you know, kind of give them, you know, the runaround on what she does and her responsibilities. And what what that looks like, and um, and it's 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 been really positive, man. That was that was one of the biggest things that I wanted to do with um, you know the restaurant was was give back to the community. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And really, um, you know, give opportunities to young black people, um, and then just you know have be a place to where we come in, we see people that look like us. No doubt about it. Um, JB, the music, man. Um, I mean, like you said, that's what's kind of all this spawns from. That's what's that's what what, what was your first love. Mm-hmm. Um, when when did you that that love for for hip hop come about? I think I remember. I told you I do my Facebook stalking. I think I remember you telling a story. Uh, you used to ride around with your pops. You used to listen to Too Short. Yeah, dang, yeah. <laughs> Told you, man. I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a, you know, I'm a little, little, you know, little spy over here. Yeah, Too uh, Short and Ghetto Boys. The very first rap song I memorized was Ghetto Boys. My mom playing tricks on. Hey, man. I think everybody had to know that one. Yeah. Um, how was home life? Two parent home, one parent. Nah, home? one parent. Uh, my, you know, um, my pops was gone by the time I was like 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I knew who he was, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, um, it was my mom, you know what I'm saying, most of the time. And, uh, you know, we went through a, a period where we didn't, we, were, we didn't have a home, we were homeless. Right. We went through um, a period where we, you know what I'm saying, like in the hood, three, you know, saying four of us to one uh, one bedroom, you know what I'm saying, like that. What neighborhood so, are we talking about? Uh, man, all over. So, Actually, actually, the hood, like off 28th and MLK. Okay. We live over, over there. Okay. We lived, we lived off 20th and, no, I'm sorry, 21st and Kelly. We lived off of Lottie, off Stonewall. We lived off, we lived in uh, Park Estates for a little bit. Um, lived on the south side for a little bit. Okay. I went to Webster, uh, part of my sixth grade year. Um, we lived on the northwest side off 30th and uh uh, like classing, I so, went. Oh, to, so you old city through and through, man. Man, bro, all day. You know what I'm saying, um, like I've been to, I think, like, like Oklahoma City Public Schools. I've been to, I think, like nine or ten. Really? Yeah. Really. Uh, so having that type of upbringing and going through those type of things, having to move around a lot, this side of town, that side of town. What kind of do you have any kind of Pull back or what? Or do you have any pullback now? As far as I guess now is different because I'm assuming you're making your money off rap, and that's that's a that's a, a a decent part of your income. But when you were starting out, and like you said, you're going through those frustrated times. Do you have some kind of doubt or maybe 
guilt of trying to do your rap, your rap music, your creativity, when maybe I should be giving more of my time to, you know, maybe I need to pick up a second job, another job or something. At what point yeah. did that kind of back and forth tug of war you know, um, get at you? I still have those, those that tug of, tug of war. Um, I mean... It wasn't that long ago. Whatever you say. Like, you know, when I'm a, when I was a kid, like it wasn't <laughs> up to me. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you know, um, but as an adult, you know, it wasn't even it wasn't even long ago where I was I was broke and my lights was off and you know, I'm trying to rap and go on tour and, and I'm I wouldn't ask my homie if I could sell drugs for him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just to make five hundred for the week or right. something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he wouldn't let me, you know, uh so there has been those times, but I think um, I think you know for me there isn't anything else I'm really good at. You know what I'm saying? And then even while doing that, I still would like do things like you know um, work at you know community center or substitute teach. You know what I'm saying? Things like that to help okay. supplement. You know what I'm saying? Because not only not only you know am I trying to you know keep my head above water but I got kids you know what I'm saying and as a kid I've been there before with mm -hmm. nothing you know what I'm saying um, so there wasn't really much lower I could go you know what I'm saying because I've been poor before I stood in line I you know stood in line for you know the free uh, uh, food baskets I've been to you know I've had people at my mama's job give me give us clothes because we didn't have clothes right you know, I watched my mom work three jobs, watch her pawn her jewelry to pay bills, yeah, everything. So walk that road. Yeah, huh? so there isn't really much, you know, nothing that I, you know, I haven't seen that I feel like I know how to maneuver through, you know what I'm saying? Because we've been there, you know. Um, but at the same time, you know, with with music, because it is like that, it is like a roller coaster. Even to this mm -hmm. day, it's like some like some months I I'll be Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> man, I go, I go buy go, go teeth. Some, you know right. what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Some months I buy like five pairs of shoes. Some, you know what I mean? Right. And then some months it's like, okay, man, like I'm just gonna pay. Should I get all my bills paid? Right. And whatever I got left over, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but at the same time, like I know that this this type of lifestyle, you know, trying to be an artist, trying to be an entrepreneur trying to be an organizer, trying to be an activist, those aren't, people don't understand, like, you know, uh, you know, I'm a starving artist, meaning, like, I'm not, um, you know, I do good. Thank God, like, you know, I get, I really get paid to rap, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, en enough to, to get by mm -hmm. and pay bills and take care of my kids. Thank God, you know, um, I'm I'm able to have opportunities where I can, you know, um, invest money into opening up a restaurant, you know, uh, and things like that. So, at the but at the same time, like, you know, I do know that um, that this is could all be gone tomorrow, and just being, you know, the 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 essence of it is because I'm an artist, right? And I know that you know I'm a I'm in essence also a big fish in a small pond in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. Oklahoma City. So this isn't a life that I would wish on my kids at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to try to want to be an artist and 
you know, want to want to make a living off of your passion and stuff like that. That's not something that I would want to I would I would like want them to aspire to be because it hasn't been easy. You know what I'm saying? It looks cool now mm-hmm. and I have so many, you know, so many cool things, you know, working right now and going right now, but um it I'm 39, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like it took me that long took to a while, get to huh? this point, you know what I mean? So that's interesting. You 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 would try to steer your kids away from getting to the arts or or this particular music business or just chasing a particular passion? Just, you know, anything that's just art, you know what I'm saying? Just because... In Oklahoma? Period. Or... Period. Really? You know, yeah, just be, I mean, like... Really, it, real quick, not to cut you off, but you say you're not good at anything else. Most rappers are good at... most. Cre- First of all, they're artists. Mm-hmm. So they create, their mind thinks a little different, they see things a little different. Usually rappers can can you know what, who was that uh, the, the damn Swiss Army knife he do everything Chris Brown mm-hmm. I can draw yeah. you know Kanye West can draw um, I think most deaf yeah I draw I paint I, that's I what I'm saying murals. like there's there's other yeah are you, do you I know you got a hand in those 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 uh, murals that are popping up around the city right yeah are yeah. you actually putting you putting paint to wall on those uh, things yeah I've done. Two, three murals right uh, so far. Come on, man! I need me one. Man. <laughs> you, uh, you do like you do pieces. You do yeah, art pieces. I do pieces. Really? Um, you know, I because music had took take, took over. Um, you know, I didn't. I had kind of you know uh, let that part of my my creativity like you know left it behind. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, what happened was uh, not this mayor with the last mayor. Appointed me to the Arts Commission uh, of Last Mayor Holt? Uh, no, before Holt Before um, Holt uh, ah, Okay, there you go He appointed me to the Arts Commission and But Holt reinstated me And so um, I became an Arts Commissioner And I got on Arts Council Board All these different art My man's you know on boards all over the place um, Then it was like, you know Like visual art just started to like You know Um Become a part of my life again You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying So um, That's why I got I got back into it So just You know Doing murals Putting on art shows um, and, and and if your kids say Damn man My daddy drew some Some cool stuff I wanna <laughs> I wanna be like Pops And give me some murals going Yeah I mean I You know I the, the hard part is Is that The hard part is Is like I just know You know For artists Any type of artist Like Like you said Our minds are different People usually see the world in black and white. We see the world in like colors yeah, and rainbows, right? And so I just know like there is there is um, in a world where where you're you're a minority, you know, in that sense, you know, there's some torment involved. You know what I mean? There's some there's some hard days ahead. There's some some rough times ahead for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, I just don't want that for my kids. You know what I'm saying? What like, movie was that where the mama didn't want the daughter to, 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 to sing because she knew how it would, 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 what it would bring, <laughs> and, and you'd be out there with the hustlers late night. And yeah, nah, I, I, I get it, man. I got, I got two kids, man. And was and it Sparkly? To my Sparkle? I think, I think so. Maybe yeah. the, the old school. The old but, one, yeah. But, uh, but you know, that's kind of always the storyline. Anytime you got a. A music movie, yeah. you know, somebody's mama don't want them, to, <laughs> don't want them to stay away from them clubs at night, you know. Yeah. So, 
Uh, I mean, I get it though, but but hey, man, if we if we can, if your children are out here doing half the things and making half the moves you you making, man, um, that's something to be proud. of. And maybe of. I could set it up for them so it's, they don't Why have not? to go through what I went Why, through. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Why not? You know? Yeah. Why not? So. Ask Puffy's kids how how, how they doing right yeah, now. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, real quick, man, the the, the music. What, what's your process? Um, you said you, you, your first rap song you memorized was was Ghetto Boys, Mind Playing Tricks on Me. Rode around with Pops, listened to Too Short. What's your what's your your process? Because I hear a lot of rappers. It seemed like I don't know. I feel like Jay Z and then Lil Wayne made you know freestyling, not writing their raps, made that popular. I feel like every rapper can't wait to brag about how they had that same process. Yeah. Is that is that how you feel? Are you nah, still you I old school? I, um, pen I to wish, paper? Yeah, I, I definitely write. Only because, you know, I'm, you know, not only because, I, I can definitely freestyle, you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a part of what I do. But, you know, um, you know. I think people, I don't but, know. I I've think, seen, but what, what Jay-Z and Wayne do, I've seen on one, on one, of the pers- one other person do it in, in, here in the city. And like, I don't know how they do it, but like I've been like, like I've known him most of my life, and he's been doing it since we was kids, and he can memorize it. You know what I'm saying? One time, say it one time, and he know it. You know what I mean? Like it's it like who is that? Chris, Chris McCain. Chris McCain. Yeah, he can mem- like. I, you know what? It's funny. It's it's funny. Brought that up because yeah, I, I was listening because I have I have plans to get him in here also. Yeah. And I was listening to some of his stuff, and he, I remember some, he had some rhymes where he said that too. You yeah, know, he, I, he, I don't write, and it, it's like, really? Yeah. He, he's oh, a computer yeah. like that. Yeah, he um, he definitely has a gift when it comes to that. You really? know what I mean? I've seen it. I mean, since we was, we was in high school, he was doing that. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but me, myself, you know, I, you know, sometimes, you know, it'll take me, you know, even you look at how I put out music albums, it takes me like two, three years sometimes, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes longer than that, four years. Um, but just on top of that, whenever I write, um, you know, that's I think that's that's part of the art for me. You know what I'm saying? It's writing it down and reading it, and you know, um, you know, I, I wish I did. I wish I could memorize everything I've ever written, but um, but you know, for me, like. Sometimes one song will take, you know, um, you know, a couple of days. You You're know a detailed I mean? guy. Yeah, I try to be. I try yeah. to be because I, you know, and and I I I, I want to stop doing this because I I would always do it because I feel like, you know, like I gotta, you know, I want niggas to feel like this when they hear this. I wanna, right. And I realize niggas ain't listening to my shit, so <laughs> I don't. I gotta stop making. I, I had to to put myself in the mind where. I'm trying to impress a certain group of people who don't give a damn anyway mm. and just and just do me. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you and say. So, but before, that was a big part of it. It was like, <laughs> you know, I'm hella critical and very detailed, you know, where I'll record songs three and four times, you know, um, and then be like, okay, this is the one. But, and then it, I was more concerned of what a certain group of people thought of it right. more than if I liked it or not. You know what I'm saying? But now, man, I I just do me because I think there's a group of people who act, there's a group of people that actually listen to me because they like it and not the other bullshit. I think I think you know what what would you think of the 
the Oklahoma City, even hip hop scene in, the, in in general. I mean, it seems like since the um, kind of revamping of the Paseo district, it kind of gave the flannel shirts and everybody somewhere to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 the the the, the poets and and yeah. you know what I'm saying? It gave the folks out there somewhere to go, and kind of you know. The arrival of the thunder, mm-hmm. right? More eyes, more money fluctuated into the city. It seems like the art and music scene has, has jumped up, I don't know, past what, 10, 15 years? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? I feel like you, you, you fit, you right in the middle of all that. Yeah. And I, man, I remember, you know, there was a time where, like, you know, clubs didn't even play rap music in Oklahoma right. City. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you only know, on the east side. Yeah, only on the east side, you know. Um, but now, and you know, I remember the time it was like, you know, five rappers in the city that 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 were doing stuff. You know, mm-hmm. most of most of the homies rap. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, at, at lunchtime or you know, what I'm saying. I always tell that. people everybody got a verse, man. Yeah, everybody got everybody yeah. got a verse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody. everybody got a verse. You know, <laughs> but uh, but people actually like you know trying to do shows and perform and put and selling music and stuff. It was like just a handful, but like now, man, like. I see some of these people I'm just like I'm just like man where y'all not only I'm like where they come from but they got a whole crowd of people that gotta, came to see them yeah. I'm like damn where y'all come from yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so but it's to me that's like that right there is what can make Oklahoma City like a real um, uh, urban market for music you know what I'm saying if that continues to grow and develop you yeah. know what I mean where you could just sell you know you could just, you know, sell to, you know, your city and, and you know what I'm saying, do well from that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So Yeah, if you can lock down your area and just live off that, I mean, you know, like I always tell people, um, I remember when the, when the Houston, Texas and the, and the Screw uh, went national. Yeah. Of course, we already knew Screw before yeah. it went national no and doubt. mainstream. But when Screw went mainstream, I said, you know, they really don't have... They've been maintaining for years because they don't have to sell outside of Texas. Yeah, they got big Texas here. Yeah, you know, same thing with with LA, New York artists. Look how they can just really sell in their city, and and live off that. And then as soon as they break out wide, now they're yeah. Now we're talking about platinums and millions and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, you you brought up Chris McCain, man, mm-hmm. and and I was and I had talked to him, and I'll be transparent as, as possible. Just whatever you say, we, you know, we're not pulling no punches here, but we also not starting no mess. I'm, I heard through a third party that it was a little issue with you and him at one point. Yeah. And but I had talked to him, uh-huh. and like I said, I got scheduled, I got him scheduled to come in too, and I asked him the same thing because I didn't know anything about this. I said, "You and JB had got some issues." I mean, listen, outside of Nitro and Bucket Loke, like Chris McCain was probably about like the next guy mm-hmm. I remember, local rapper um, in 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 Oklahoma. And then you have shot up through the stratosphere. I was like, no, we can't have that. We can't have, we can't have these two. Explain yeah, Chris, to me, what, what was the rundown? Chris, Chris took me to my studio. Might have been my second time at the studio. I think my cousin Jason took me the first time. Um, but, you know, like, Chris was one of the first people took me to the studio. Really? Okay. Yeah, like, So y'all, so y'all, y'all was tight? Yeah, we was best friends, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Uh, Oh man, that's uh, a Nino G Money uh, story right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, um, 
some of them around the Jewels dates. You know, uh -huh. I took him on with me. Really? Um, you know, that, like, legit, like, that's, like, even to this day, that's still my, my brother. You know what I'm saying? And one thing I always tell people, and I'm sure he did too, was like, you know, you know, if whatever issue we got, you know, um, you can't be out here trying to, like, you can't be going to Chris saying, well, you know, I'm glad, fuck JB, this, this and that. And he not, you know what I'm saying? You can't be going to JB and be like, yeah, man, fuck Chris, because A, B, and C, you know what I'm saying? Word, word. Because all the, all, what's going to happen is we're going to end up being cool, and we're going to know, we're going to know, okay, this the person, yeah, this the person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I think what he and I, you know, it's just a, a, a misunderstanding, and, you know, I think for me, you know, it was just, it was a learning process for me. It was I got I learned a lot, you know. Was um, it was it was it something musical or in the in the little business? Yeah, it, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a business. It was, okay. I, I, I won't even say it was personal. It was just um, it was I would say misunderstanding because he thought one thing and I thought a, a, a whole other thing. Okay, you know what I'm saying. No doubt. And, um, and that's usually all it. All that's it all is. it is. And you know. Once we talked, and then talked again, and then talked again, and talked again, you know, it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure, it, other it, people were involved. Yeah, it, it shook out, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but you know, even at that point, even at that point to where, like, you know, I was legit mad at him, you know what I'm saying? I was hurt. Like, I still, like, you know, I was only hurt because it's somebody I love, you know what I mean? Right. If I didn't give a damn about the nigga, then it, right. wouldn't, it wouldn't even bother me, you know what I'm saying? But whenever it's somebody that, you know, you grew up with, you know what I'm saying, that's important to you, that you feel like is a part of your family, then that's, you know, you got to take it you take it a little bit more serious, you know. Sting a little bit more. Yeah, and so, um, but yeah, that's it. You know, I don't even know. It's been, it's been a minute, but, um, you know, I think the best way for me to describe it now is that, you know, um, it was really a learning process for me on on um, how I can um, really like pay more attention, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To what to what's going on around me, you know, because there are things that I can say and I can do that, you know, I'm just saying and doing shit and just going, you know, I'm just moving like I move. Right. And that can come off a certain way to somebody. You okay. know what I mean? Um, or, you know, um, you know, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, I just learned a lot. But like I, like I said, you know, um, he, he always, that's always gonna be my, my brother, my family. I take a bullet for him. You know what I'm saying? I was just at church with his mom and his dad. You know what I'm saying on no Sunday? Doubt. You know what I mean? No doubt. Uh, matter of fact, you know. Um, you know, being like being around him, like I, I used to love going to his house as as kids because he had both his mom and his dad there. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Like that was dope to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so that's man, important, and, man. Yeah, and man, I, like, like, and man, me and him, like, regardless of just rap and life, we done been through some shit together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We done fought niggas together. Um, I don't slept on his couch. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, like it's real history family, here, man. You know what I'm saying? Family. It's real you know history, saying? no so. doubt. And, and I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm so glad that's how you answered this question. Yeah. That, but, that's good, man, because that, that was his same sentiment. Yeah. That's the same thing he was on. He said, man, it was something. It wasn't, wasn't really nothing at the end of the day. And that's my bro, no matter I what. I wish, I, I, thinking back on it, I wish there were things I had done to make it a little bit more... Uh, Dramatic and eventful. You know what I'm saying? I wish I, I wish I had a, I wish I had a. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to start. start I wish a I had a, yeah, I wish I would have had more fun <laughs> with it like he did. But I, yeah. you know, like I said, like yeah. I was too busy being hurt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and 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 that is the kind of kind of difference with y'all. Yeah. You know, he he's a little more out there. Mm-hmm. He he's a little more. I don't know what boastful. I guess you know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, looking at some of his stuff and he had a bunch of videos on YouTube and you know stuff from back in the day and, and stuff like that and and you you a little more reserved you know laid back in the cut and it seems like that's kind of how yeah. it kind of se- it seems you know it's poetic justice that that's how it worked out yeah you know that 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 yeah you guys are cool at the end of the day but he he had some fun with it, played with it a little bit, you know, yeah. ran his mouth a tad bit, yeah. and you just sat back and chilled. Yeah, that's that's kind of no, I you know I, I'm not respect. gonna front. I said some, I I said I had I had some subliminals for him. He knew it. You know what I'm saying? He he definitely in the music. Y'all yeah. was throwing it back in the in the yeah, music. Yeah, just some some. I had some subliminals. <laughs> he knew it. But um, that's funny. I'm about to go back I, and listen to some stuff. But I I really wish like you know um, you know I had had. Um, had a little more fun with it. I will say this, to, to be honest, like, I'm still, I'm still healing, you know what I'm saying, from it, you know really? what I mean? Like, you know, I, I really, like, look at everything different now, just, you know, how I am with, with people mm-hmm. and people getting close to me and stuff, you know. Uh, but other than that, you know, like I said, man, um, you know, even, even at that time, I wasn't gonna say nothing bad about him to nobody that I wouldn't say to him, you know what I'm right. saying? Uh, and you know you wasn't about to come to me and be like, you know, yeah, Chris a bitch, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Ever? You know what I'm right, saying? Or, right. And even to the even to like right now, um, you know, I go to his shit, he come to mine. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, we still talk, we text. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's it's good. it's it's funny because it's funny because um, you know, we really I I I just hate all the time that. It wasn't a lot of time, but you know there was some time that you know um, that we can't get back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. that's that's one thing that's very important to me so, because I know our, this time is precious on this earth. So how long was that? Was that little little issue? A couple Man, years? Maybe two. Yeah. I mean, like we was off and on. You know what I'm saying? We'd be yeah. cool, and you know what I'm saying we was off and on. But uh, maybe maybe two, you know what I'm saying? But really, you know, two days is too long to to go to bed like that. No doubt. You know, um, no so. doubt about it, man. Shout out Chris McCain, man. He'll yeah. be in here soon. I but, gotta... he, like, but I go back to say, you know, that he was my favorite rapper. as a, When we was kids growing up, you couldn't tell me shit. He was the best rapper in the city. You know what I'm saying? I love, I love how he would take those loops. It was, it was a time where... You know, um, for lack of a better term, beat raping was mm-hmm. was was yeah. was tight, and it seemed like he would choose the perfect beats, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's and his, his rapping was dope too, but I just and I felt like his production or the production that he chose was 
was something that that Oklahoma City needed. Yeah, and 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 I think you know at at a time at times, Oklahoma City, and I always have to, like to ask people even from Oklahoma City, do you consider the South or Midwest? I consider it Midwest. Midwest. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking because in my mind. Like I said, go back to Nitro and Buckalo. Those were like the first r- local rappers that I can remember, and especially that made that hit us, you know, put a song out that really charted and made some made some waves. Um, it and now that I think back on it, that Nitro and Buckalo song, uh, what was it, Hennessy? Hennessy, yeah. It sounded like some Midwest Nelly shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't I didn't know at the time exactly. Yeah, uh, of no course, doubt. of course, Nelly wasn't out then, but. Now that I sit back and think about it, I was like, it, that sounds like some kind of Midwest up-tempo, you know, hard kind of hitting Midwest shit, uh, Nelly shit. And, and it's obvious we're right there in the middle of the map, so Midwest is, is, a, is a decent answer. But then Oklahoma, you know, we're right there in the middle, so we're influenced by everybody. And then the No Limit waves come, wave yeah. comes through. That was a whole nother monster. It, it wipes everybody. And now yeah. we we so south. We 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 dragging our words and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And it, we go from khakis and, and milkshakes to Jabos and Reeboks. And how do you feel about that with, with Oklahoma and how it's so influential to every or or it gets its influences I think, musically from everybody else. I think you know it just comes with the par being in the middle. I think some of it is that. But I think a lot of it is just like we have we don't have a like for instance, um, let's say let's say it's Bucket or if it's Chris or whoever, mm-hmm. let's say that person um, blows up and becomes you know um, Nelly right mm-hmm. like Nelly you know what I'm saying for OKC right right and so that so for instance I'm I'm sure in St Louis after Nelly blew up. Everybody was rapping like and sound like Nelly. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So if it if it's Nitro, if it's Chris, if it's Bucket, they blow up like that, they gonna everybody gonna sound like Chris or everybody gonna sound you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the difference is is that we don't have that yet. You know what I'm saying? But we're, we're established all, we're sound. All, yeah, we're all, you know, we're all still kind of searching for, you know, what that what works. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But but still at the same time, we're self taught because we don't have it. You know what I'm saying? Go. We have to teach ourselves. We don't. We don't have a. You know, we don't have a a, a Jay Z. We don't. We don't. We don't. We didn't have a hit factory. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have. Uh, you know, who's studios the, popping stu- up everywhere. No, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have. So everything we did. You know what I'm saying? Even though we have influences from other uh, regions, we still had to teach ourselves how to do it. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's what makes Oklahoma City especially unique is that like we don't have any any real any real we only have ourselves and we're teaching our we're self taught all this stuff. You know, whether it's whether it's a studio, whether it's rapping, whether it's shows, whether it's touring, whatever we don't you know what I'm saying, you whatever it is, we don't have it. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta teach ourselves how to do it. So you think about New whatever York. You, say. you know, you a say. local rapper in New York, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Could be Jay Z, it could be right. that's you know what I'm saying. It right. could be a Nas, yeah. it could be a Diddy. They're local. They're there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, if they're in New York, they New local. York, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, a local rapper in L. A. Could be Kendrick. Could be Game. It could be whoever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
you know, we can go on and on, state to state, region to region, right? But Oklahoma still don't have it. You think about Chicago, think of you know, Ohio, yeah. you know, all these places, Florida, they all got, you know, but we don't. And so because of that, we have to teach ourselves everything, and which, which really, in my opinion, makes us better. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know, we take influence from, you know, everywhere because we're trying to find what works, you know what I'm saying, and what works for us. What, what are those conversations like outside of Oklahoma when you're, when you're out there talking to, to other producers, other artists, and, and maybe bigger cities, bigger markets? I mean... Are they shocked that we even... They know how to we, rap down They're shocked that we even got black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you still, I was wondering, because I, I get that too. I, I, I don't travel as much as you, I'm sure, but I still get the whole, y'all still ride horses down there, oh, all yeah, that that's, stuff. That's still a question that gets And truth asked. of the matter is, yeah. Yeah, some, we sometimes, think it's due. We do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Depends yeah. on what we're doing, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, you know, yeah, yeah that, that's, a, that's still... Um, you know, people think the only only black people are the ones that play for the Thunder here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's only like three or four of them left anyway. That's it. That That's whole it. team about to be white before it's over with. Yes, it is. But, yes, uh, <laughs> it, and 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 they're going. We're going to start getting used as like the NBA revolving door. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know, it's crazy how I want to get off topic here, but you know, we I always tell folks when the Thunder got here. They were so good so early. Yeah. And that that's not how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not how expansion teams are supposed to build like that. And and now we're in those dog days of yeah. who? Who's on the who's yeah. that guy? Yeah. You know, but but you know, like I said, the Thunder did bring bring some eyes. K D, Russ, Harden, you know, that whole run that they had, uh, brought some eyes, brought some money into the city. It it and I guess I already know the answer to your story or to this uh, question, but how much of that was seen in the artist community, in the music community? Was it was it obvious? Like, wow, we got some the, art, mean, the, the thunder bringing some heads in the city. Yeah, you know, there's that. But then, you know, I know for me, it was a lot of opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen you performed at the Chesapeake I a few times. A few times, I've yeah. done a couple commercials yeah. for the Thunder. I done so I did commercials for K, KD. You know what I'm saying? One of my biggest commercials was a KD commercial. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely, you know, for me, it's been it's been good. You know what I mean? I'm working on, matter of fact, I'm writing and recording um, for the, for their, for this season a commercial. Really? Uh, yeah, so um, okay. I'm excited about that. And I'll probably perform that at the game, at one of the games too. But, um, but yeah, I think, you know, like, for, I think it was the last season that Drake came to the game. Yeah, something like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like that. You can't. It wouldn't let Lil Wayne in. It wouldn't let Wayne in. Didn't Jay Z come one time too? Uh, To a game? Maybe a playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's it's just crazy. Um, Maybe a finals when he played. I I feel like he did at one point. but, But yeah, I think, you know, that in itself is just, you know, it's adding to, um, you know, the uniqueness of, of Oklahoma City, you know what I mean? And it's helping people to see, like, you know, that there is stuff here. And all we got to do is, is why, while that's happening, play our part, you know what I'm saying, do mm-hmm. our part, and make sure that we got, you know, stuff cracking, you know what I'm saying? So it's something to do when they get here, and or we could, you know what I'm saying, when them eyes is looking, we got the right things going, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So... 
I, I, I will tell you this, man. Um, I don't know whose idea it was, but, you know, you brought up when people are looking, make sure we, we're doing the right thing and, and, and we're looking right. I, knew, I don't know whose idea it was for the... Uh, that that stand up light sign stop killing us. Oh, that was yeah, that was me. That's dope. Yeah. Thank that's, you, man. That's hard right there, Thank man. Thank you, man. That is hard. We need we need some of them on every 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 side of the town, man. Yeah, east, west, man. north, south, man. Yeah, you know that was wrapped to George Floyd, and um, that shit's hard. And it was just like we any, got any backlash, any um, any yeah, what, oh, what does yeah. this do? What do you, mean, what, what's this supposed to mean? I mean. Yeah, I've I've never not got backlash. You know what I'm saying? Like I've it's always it's always somebody going. You know, uh, he trying to, you know, um, uh, stir up stuff. Stir up stuff. He just trying to be seen, or yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Like everything. It's you. It comes in all. You know what I'm saying? White folks. You know what I'm saying? Want to take me out. You know what I'm saying? And everything. You know what I'm saying? So but I think that's just part of it. That's 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 gonna that's gonna be there. And um, you know, I can't let that, you know, keep me from doing what I'm supposed to do. But yeah, there was a lot of backlash for that. Especially from the police, you know what I'm saying? Cause they right. gotta drive by and see and know what's about them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hey man, take that. Y'all know what y'all know what we dealing with out here, man. It's on TV every day. Um and and with that whole with that whole kick to stop killing us, um, goes right in line with 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 your whole movement. Uh, what was that this past year? You brought Juneteenth to the East Side for the second consecutive year. Yeah, the second one. Yeah. Um, brought Maya down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's big time, man. I yeah. mean, and we're gonna we do it again. We already had a Juneteenth festival. Now my man JB has his going. What's I mean now we got two in the city. I I don't see anything wrong with that. I did I I, I thought it was a good idea. That's, that's a great that's a great plug. <laughs> Everybody man. don't feel like that. Let though. me get a couple spots to celebrate Juneteenth. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah. You know, and they're right up the street from each other, not far. Yeah. So I mean, you can make you can make both events. And the times, the times didn't really. Yeah, conflict. the time didn't cross over too much. It's hot as hell. Yeah. But you know, whatever. What what, what are we gonna do about that? Uh, what's in the plans for the next one, man? Well, first of all, listen. What was Maya looking like? I mean, I know bro, she was looking like in the picture, but bro, come man. on, man. You know, it was she was magical, bro. Like is I, she, she's is she, was she was, she's not a, she's not a young spring chicken, but damn it, yeah, bro. She man, um, yeah, she. My man lost train of thought, right? Yeah, there. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think, <laughs> like back to like so. Even when I first saw her, when she first walked in, um, you know, like she was glowing. I mean, like she is, she's a star. She was glowing, like literally like glowing. And then her, how she is, how she was just so cool, so yeah. nice. And, yeah. you know, didn't get tired of people and all of that. Like, I literally like, I woke up uh, that Saturday morning and I had a text from a, uh, I, had, I, had, I had a bunch of calls from, uh, a Florida number, and and I because we get up, we start setting up Juneteenth at like six. This call, people, this number started calling me like at four or five in the morning. Oh, okay. And so I'm just, I'm like, what? And so I text back. I didn't call. Her, I text. I said, I said, man, who is this? And it was, she was like, this is Mike. Call me back. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm all nervous trying to call. You know what I mean? But um, 
But yeah, she man, she's dope, bro. She was real dope. Say, how's my hair? I gotta call Maya. For real. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, whatever you say, podcast got JB Williams uh, in the spot, man. Thanks for coming to to Thank my uh, my my humble abode. Uh, whatever you say, studios. I, I, I bet you didn't know you was going to a house, though, did you? No, I didn't. But you know, <laughs> this 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 the vibes, yo. So hey, man, we got to start somewhere. Um, talk to me about um, just other Oklahoma artists that you vibe with, man. I, you know, we were talking about Chris McCain earlier, and right when I heard that news. Uh, I'm going through some songs and I saw that you, McCain, and Grand National had a song together. Yeah, I think a few that was on ago. Grand National's project. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, that's live. Um, and then I'm going through some of your stuff, and I'm telling you, uh, I had a new favorite song. I didn't I didn't hear this earlier, uh, that word of mouth joint. Oh yeah. On the Juneteenth album. Yeah. Come on now, that's mean, man. That's mean. But talk to me about your 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 style with your music. A lot of heart, a lot of Oklahoma history in your music. Yeah, that's important. You know, a lot of pro-black sentiments and and and, and phrases and themes. Um, was it always like that? Uh, and when we started in in the in the tens and in yeah, the oh nines, it's, it's like yeah, it's always been like that. It's always been you know about uplifting. Always about being. It's always been about you know our people. Um, it's always been about, you know, sharing the history, you know. Uh, uh, I started doing that at an early age, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you know, because, you know, in school, I was listening to, like, Dead Prez and, you know, Most Deaf and people like that, too. We, we would have called, called him a backpack rapper yeah. back then, <laughs> Yeah, so that, so, like, and that's, you know, that's really what they was about, you know, and that's the kind of music that, that I was like, man, I, I want to make some shit like this. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, that and Pac, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pac was like, you know, my my favorite rapper of all time. You know, it's funny you say that, and it just popped in my head. Pac was probably the biggest backpack rapper of all. <laughs> I, it just, yeah. I never really put those two together. Yeah. But, like, you, if you know the history of Pac, you know his content... He was the the most backpack, social, you yeah. know, political, whatever, pro-black you could think of, man. Yeah, so, man. That, yeah, that's that, that's crazy. But yeah, Dead Prez, Tupac, Most Deaf. That's a yeah hell of a group right there. And and you know when I when I first when I first got got uh, up on you, I was at the station. And what year was that? Where you had the, um, you had the now, and and was this a? And I've noticed rappers do this. Is this a promotional? Obviously, it's a promotional, you know, tool and and a marketing tool. Um, but I remember you had the like the the dinosaur yeah. suit or kind of like the Yoshi. Yeah, reminded me of Yoshi from Mario. Yeah, matter of fact, of I shot some of that in Chris's house. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. And that was dope. What What was the What was the theme behind that? If I'm not If I'm not mistaken, it was kind of like the kid that was kind of looked over and yeah, and, so it was, and teased a little bit. Yeah. So the song's called Stephanie, and there the idea go. was yeah. about like you know, I, it's a true story. I like this girl named Stephanie in seventh grade, and she called me ugly. And that was that song was produced by LP from Run the Jewels. Ah. But okay. um. But yeah, she called me ugly, and uh, 
you know, I was grown and still bitter and thinking about it. You know <laughs> right. What I'm and so I wanted a way to to kind of like show how I felt at the time, you know, and that's how I felt was like I had, you know, this 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 like monstrous dinosaurish costume on everywhere I went because that's how I felt like I was treated as a okay, kid okay. in school and stuff and um you know uh just felt like I was different. You know what I'm saying? I remember I remember the video of seeing a kid, he was he was walking around with his head down. Yeah, and the girls was laughing at him yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. All and, that really happened. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and 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 that's honest, man. And and you know, you gotta give you a pat on the back for that. Even though it you know, it's kids and it's trivial little boy girl stuff, but that's Hey man, yeah, that, that that still sticks with you 15, 20 years later. You know, that's the thing. As I, I, you know, I work with kids now, and I see. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I wish somebody had told me. Yeah. It's not that serious, bro. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? At that, yeah. at that, I, it ain't that bad. I, man. I, 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 I look at these kids now, and it's like, it's like, why didn't any, like, why didn't somebody just sit me down and go, bro? Like, chill out, you, man. You overthinking it. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's not as, none of this is that in 10 years, you're not going to care about give them or none of these people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I was so, like, it, it, I was just so caught up and, like, um, it would really, like, affect me. You know what I'm saying? And I even, like I said, I think about it now and, you know, I was, I was tormenting myself for so long, especially in, in middle school. I tormented myself for so long when I didn't even have to. I didn't, I, I see these kids now in middle school, I'm thinking, man, like, fam, like, all y'all, you know, even the ones who feel like they the cool ones, right. I'm like, man, like, you don't even know what cool is, but nobody, I didn't know, man. And your cool gonna take a big step back at some point. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about exactly. it, Exactly, so. But now, how much of that do you, do you equate to, you know, just, Single parent home and and I think a lot of it was that not a lot having of, a father, you know, a lot of a lot of it was that, um, you know, and you know there was I mean, like I try, I, it's hard to it's hard to to see like I work work with kids now to see like a kid who's like 11, 12 years old and depressed and like you know what I'm saying, but I I I know it's possible because I was that kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, even at an early age, like, contemplating suicide and stuff, like, at 11 years old, that's wild. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. it, but it happens. Um, so, you know, I think I look at, I look at you know, uh, just that part, then my home life, and it kind of makes sense. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It really does make sense because, um, you know, we were, I mean, like, it, it it, it wasn't easy on us, you know what I'm saying? Life wasn't easy on us, you right. know what I'm saying? And, um, and I just know that, you know, all of that really at the end of the day helped make me who I am and like push me to want to do more and do better. Uh, but I know for some people, it's hard to climb out of that, you know what I'm saying? And overcome it, you know, so. Uh, but I just I just thank God that I was able to, you know, to a, to a certain extent. I guess an, an easy answer would just be the fame, the money, and all that. But from from what you've seen and experienced, what you say? what's what the biggest saying? downfall for rappers? <laughs> is it is it just thinking I'm bigger than what I am, not knowing my business, um, not having any other interests, and just putting everything in on it? What's what's the biggest issue for rapper right now? You see, 
you see Florida and Atlanta is trying to wipe out every mm-hmm. every little local known rapper in in the you know in those states. I think, um, what, what what would you say though? I local, think, big time, national. Okay, so one. Uh, I would say like big time national. Um, the biggest downfall that I see or I've seen over the years, you know, not that I'm like you know in those rooms, but just from on the outside looking in, uh-huh. it feels like um, like like you don't really understand. Like it's like one like one thing, like one hit, one song, you know, or just that one moment of being big and you, you're going to be big forever. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the, that's a, that's like a misconception. And a lot of times, you know, um, like for instance, I don't know who, we can name so many people that were big, you know, a year ago that was like, what's, who, you know, uh, I was asking I asked my kids all the time what happened to Rich Homie Quan yeah exactly you know what I'm saying you know what happened to Rich Homie Quan you know what happened I'll tell you what happened he got the nerve to go on TV and it was a VH1 bad boy uh, celebration and they was doing all the, the bad boy hits and he had the nerve to go up there and try to perform Get Money with Lil' Kim oh yeah I seen and that and didn't like, know Biggie's verse yeah yeah, I it was that. a rap form. <laughs> you hadn't seen them since. Yeah, and so I that's promise. the thing. It's like, it's like, like that. Always, in, in that case, know your history, man. There's always somebody gonna be bigger. <laughs> there's always gonna be somebody better. I think for up and coming rappers, independent, local, whatever. Uh, I think one of the biggest downfalls is like just uh, it's like thinking you bigger than you are. Like just because you rap. Don't mean we owe you shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? Or, for instance, or you know, miss like mistaking like this online stuff for real life. Like right. for instance, I did a show in Canada one year, um, right before the pandemic, I think, and um, it was a festival out there. And uh, when I got up performing, this dude came. He's like, "Yo, man, like your show is dope." He's like, I want you to kick it with us the rest of the weekend. He's like, we, we got this big party. We celebrating my artist. His name is, I don't remember what his name was. His name is so-and-so. Right. He just, he just, um, we celebrating his his single hitting um, five million streams. It's a big celebration. He just, he you know, he just hit five million streams. He's like showing me the flyer, showing me where his, uh, the dudes had five million streams. And right. They, you know, they play, they don't, they don't rent cars, popping bottles, all this <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And we get to the club, and it's a it's it's like a Sunday night at the club, maybe a Saturday night at the club. Nobody was there, so you know wow. what I'm saying? Like literally, like it was us, and then like you know a few of their friends. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then people who didn't know what was going on just showed up, right? Right. But he thought five. He he had five million streams. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. Think about how we tell, like, we 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 brag about, man. We I got I just did a hundred thousand streams. Right, right. right. I got I got five million followers. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean nothing if it don't translate to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real people. He didn't have nobody at his party. So I think we get confused with we, we like get confused with that. Or, you know, we get confused with that and we you know, we think like, you know, shoot, I you know, I deserve this, or I deserve that. You know what I'm saying? I'm better than him. I'm, yo, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or, or 
we're just starting and we ain't got shit and we talk about shit we ain't got. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm thinking, I'm seeing this, I'm you talk about, you know, who you kill, you talk about how many bitches, you talking about you drove a foreign. Yeah. I'm trying, you know what I'm saying? You was in the you was in Dubai on a private jet. <laughs> and but then when I get to the mall, you work at the mall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like for me, I wanna yeah. hear about that. I wanna hear about that struggle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when you get that shit, talk about the talk about when you get it. But like, I'm I'm let down when I heard about a, a Learjet and and models and popping bottles and, right. then, and then like, you know, you work at the mall. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, as a listener, I would rather yeah. hear about that struggle of man, my boss ain't shit. Yeah. I had to be here at nine nine a.m. I left at five. I had to be at a show by six yeah. to perform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I mean, my car ran out of gas. My girl's tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like that. Real shit. I, I want to hear that real shit. You know what I'm saying? But we 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 watch TV. We watch you know uh, social media, and we see, like I said before, we see all these things that influence us, and we just try and shit to see what work. You know what I mean? And so it's working for them. You know, so I'm gonna do it too. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's one. I just think, man, it's just important to be honest, um, and uh, just you know, I always try to keep it real, man. Like, all right, you said it, JB. Keep it real with me. You get five million streams. Um, you know, I mean, say, probably a well, year. Well, or, I mean, I mean, I'm saying, say you do, uh-huh. and that turns into five million dollars. Nah, mm-hmm. five million streams don't turn into five million dollars. That might be. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, you, 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 so, and this is, you start so this, climbing. This is how, and let's just say, if, I, if I'm local, you know, rapper, you know, uh, whoever, you know what I'm saying, young keyboard, right? Right. And let's say <laughs> I do, let's say I drop a song and it hits five million, five million streams, right? Uh, then, if I'm, if I'm doing that, I'm, I'm already knowing that five million it can't just say coming from Oklahoma City, right? Sure, sure. So I'm thinking about, you know, okay, how can I, how can I start, you know, traveling and touring and, you know what I'm saying? And I also know that people are gonna be hitting me up from from my city to do music with them. Now I know that if um, if we do if we do a co-release of my song of this song this feature, then then uh, the algorithms will, will carry over to theirs. You know what I'm saying? Okay, no so, doubt. So that's something you could charge for. You know what I'm saying? You know, or if, you know, um, let's say you do five million streams and you, and you sold 5,000, you know, uh, albums or you made it to top five on mm-hmm. iTunes or top three like me. You know what I'm saying? On iTunes, right? And somebody wants to do a song, then it's like, okay, well, um, I might... I don't do it. I, I don't always do it, but somebody's like, I want to do a song. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I know if you put this song out, you know what I'm saying, the way it works is like, I know I can sell music. You know what I'm saying? It's been mm-hmm. proven. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I know if, if, you, if you put my name on it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might you might sell some songs. You might sell your albums more. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you're going to sell, you're going to make it to top five or top three like I did. Right. But, you know, um, if we do it right and we, and we, um, and we uh, we both share, we both cross promote it. I know it might carry over, and you might, you know, what I'm saying, sell a hundred more. You yeah. know, what I'm saying, five hundred more. I don't know, uh, but the possibility is there. So I could charge for that because I know, you know, um, I can I can make you that money. You, you pay me a hundred bucks for a verse, right? 
know what I'm saying? Or, you know, 200, 200 bucks for a verse, 500 bucks, for whatever. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's what I try. I'm just saying, like, right. I know you, you at Don't least. Don't get happy, y'all. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying at least, at least, you know, there's ways to make it back by sure. using JB's name. You know what sure. I'm saying? So there are, there's, there's ways to do it, but not, but also, um, you know, understanding, like, that still only goes so far. You know what I mean? I'm not crazy to think, you know, um, I, I sell five, I got five million streams, or I sell 5,000 5, albums, or I go, you know what I'm saying, number number one on iTunes, whatever. I don't, I'm not crazy to think that I'm, I'm at that at that moment, I'm, you know, Drake. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Or I can make, I can charge what Drake charges. You know what I'm saying? You got, you just got to, you know, just kind of be smart and, um, and understand like how how these things work, you know, because you know I've had I've looked at my at my streams one month it'll be you know two hundred thousand the next month it'll be two thousand you know yeah. what I'm saying it's it, it's it's up and down same thing with these damn podcasts yeah man. you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's, it's at a hundred million podcasts going on right now yeah um, now I'm with, I'm with you I'm with you that's that's kind of how it goes it, is the is the buying streams and buying followers is that a real thing in the um, music game. Probably, I mean, you could you could buy everything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure it is. You know what I'm saying? I know it, you could. Buy, I know you could buy followers. I don't know about streams. How how that would work? But I, I was watching that. What's my man's name? Uh, Omar from from uh, the Wire just died. Yeah. Michael uh, Michael K. Uh, Williams, I think. Yeah, I think yeah that's him. Um, you know, he got that that show, Black, um, kind of showing people. Behind the behind the scenes underground type shit, um, and it was one of them was an episode about buying streams rappers. Oh dang! Buying stream and and he you know he, he they dropped a couple of mainstream top national artists that are involved in that. And they got these houses, you know that like right now there's a little like a room like this will have a hundred cell phones in it. And they all <laughs> streaming stuff at the same time. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it's you know some. Whatever Some you overall, you know, stream technology wizard that's <laughs> that's running all this stuff, and these rappers and these promoters buy these folks to do that stuff. That's wow. And I, I was like, wow. I was like, that's pretty intricate, man. Yeah, you know, wild. but but and, and then at the same time, like, you know, you, you kind of want to make fun of rappers and everything that, that everybody that does that. But listen, if that's the name of the game right now, like how how. How much can you point your finger and 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 shame a rapper or anybody that does that? Like they said, Logic got caught doing that. Damn. Um, um, uh, I think Money Bag Yo, like one, like a couple of you know mainstream national guys That's that are wild. out there uh, that got buying stream cases on them. But you know, it's like you know, it ain't the old school. But hey, man, if this is how things are getting see, done, for me, that's why. You know, like, I, you know, I, the streams is cool. I know people do it. You know, they got the the different streaming apps, you know, right. platforms. But me, like, out the gate, I'm always trying to push iTunes sales. I want you to buy my album. You right. know what I'm saying? Because th for me, like, I know, I know if if I'm trying to c compete for a top spot, it's gonna, I'm, I'm never, like, in the streaming world, like, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to, like, reach five million streams in one day or for one album or for one song against, you know, probably 500,000 people who already have 
five million, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you got other ones who got, you know, one, five, four million, uh, three million, two, one, down to 100,000, 500,000, you know what I'm saying? Streams. So like, like for me to try to do that in one day is crazy, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm selling music, if I'm, if I'm always pushing, buy my album on iTunes or buy my vinyl, buy, you know what I'm saying? Because um, those are the things that, that are tracked uh, differently and it's not as many people to compete with, not as many numbers to compete with. Like, right. on a, you know, even though, let's say like, let's say I drop an album tomorrow on iTunes, right? And let's say, you know, tomorrow, at, or tonight at midnight, you know, I've already had pre-orders up for a year, four months, five months, let's say a month. Mm -hmm. And over that month, I've already made it, I've already made, you know, 5,000 sales, right? When it drops at midnight, it's gonna drop with 5,000 sales. The chances of, of, you know what I'm saying, you know, 20 people, 20 artists doing that in one day, are way less than trying to compete with the chances my doing that with streams. Okay. So that's why I'm always like, buy my album, buy my album, buy my album. You know what I mean? Speaking of, and I saw you, you know, you bring up the vinyl side of it and, and pressing up vinyl records and things like that. And that's that's become a lot more prevalent with rappers and producers. And I'm, I've noticed like big time mainstream guys doing that. But I, I can't lie, like when I was at the station, I don't know, maybe this was seven, eight years ago, and you had like a whole little vinyl set for, for the Stephanie joint. Mm -hmm. And that album, that was, that was shocking to me, the fact that we had an Oklahoma artist even thinking like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people still have record players. So are those for strictly the DJs? And um, is this just to, to, to get a foot DJ, in? Some, some DJs do, but it's, you know, I think a lot of it is for record collectors. Just the nostalgia purpose The nostalgia of purpose okay. of it. Okay. And then um, it's just, it's, some of it's just the, the um, to have something. You know what I'm saying? They dope though. You know what I mean? It's dope. Like this, this new one I'm dropping, uh, the, the, the box I'm doing for this one. Like, you know, we make sure that the, we, we have a, we have the regular all black ones we're, we're selling and we have the, um, the ones that are like different colors, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and all that stuff gets counted, you know what I'm saying? Every time somebody buys something, buys a, a record, a vinyl from me, it gets counted, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and also, like I sell, that's, I mean like, this last, I, I dropped a, um, everything I put out in the past, the past releases have been on vinyl. I've done some like, some like uh, side stuff too, but, the last one, I mean, I was shipping to Taiwan. We were shipping to uh, to Japan, Europe, Africa. You know what I'm saying? Really? I mean, like like people like record stores. You know what I'm saying? Russia, Germany, ordering like um, you know what I'm saying five and six of the same record. You know what I'm saying? Really? L. A. Of course, L. A. New York. Um, I did I did a beat I did a beat I did a distribution Through Fat Beats Which was like A dream of mine You know what I'm saying To have my You know what I'm saying e Even though like The actual store is closed But they still have Their yeah. online yeah, distribution yeah. They sell the records But um, <laughs> You know I did Distribution through Fat Beats Like to actually get, to, get a, to get a check in the mail That said Fat Beats Records on it <laughs> I'm tripping You know what I'm saying That's, That's that, was a, that was a dream You know yeah, what I'm saying That's live man um, So That's big time shit man So Um so yeah, I you know I just I think that the way um, 
the way music is going and you know people not being able to have anything in their hand that's just something they can put in their hand for the most part right. but there but there are people who you know they they just love playing records they love buying records or it's just like the nostalgia of it and do and do records do they have that digital sound or do we have that old school warm analog I think now kinda. it's I think I think now um, you, you do have the the warm analog sound still but I think uh, now the quality is way better, depending on who presses it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the yeah. like the um, the last one that I did, the short run I did of that EP, it was it was um, like a little bit more lo-fi quality pressing. Everything else has been like high quality pressing. You know what I'm saying? And sounds real good. The last joint, this world is so fragile. Glad I got you. I'm glad I got you in 2020. Uh, as it is in heaven in 2018. 2018, you dropped three joints. 2017, Black Future. 20, 2017, Black Future was the Black Box mm-hmm. edition. Year before that in 16 was Black Future. Year, uh, uh, that same year, you dropped Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And what, before you had Love Don't Live Here and Lucky Me in 2015. Mm-hmm. And before that, 2013, before that, 2009. Was that did you did you find something right there? Was that was that kind of the merge plug and and things kind of picked up right there? Yeah, for you? things just kind of picked up. And I learned, I just learned like the game of like putting music out. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, um, learn realizing I had an audience now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. so y'all they they started buying my shit. Yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden. Uh, how, how did that pandemic do for artists for, for you personally? Man, it was a. It, a was it stressful? It, it was stressful, but only thing I wish I could have done was go on tour because um, I dropped uh, This World So Fragile and Cruel mm-hmm. in 2020 during the pandemic. But other than like that, that album sold the most. That, uh, it, it didn't mess with the mm-hmm. promotion or anything like that? Nah, I, actually it made me more creative with promotion. You know what I'm saying? Like I was able to I'm do I'm locked in the house. Yeah, I did some, some really cool creative stuff. Instead of having an album release show, I did like a art installation Mm-hmm. On Northeast Twenty Third, where like, you know, you go up to the windows and you look inside and see the art. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was like all it's art. It's probably my album. Um, I remember that. Yeah. I remember uh, that. And then you know the vinyl sold out. Like, I don't even think I. I think the vinyl sold out like within a month. You know, during the pandemic, uh, t-shirts sold out. I did cassettes. They sold out. I did cassettes. CDs. They sold out. You did cassettes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> everything. Uh, Who was I did, buying cassettes? I did three cassettes. I did a red cassette, a blue cassette, and a green cassette. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Um, and then <laughs> the album, the album was number three on iTunes uh, charts for like a month. Then it went to like number six for a month. Then it was like number ten. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, it was you know, so it was I mean, clicking. Like, like everybody in the nation, your your album was number three. Yeah. Everybody in the nation, in the world, or everybody who just has their album on iTunes. So so just strictly iTunes. So okay. everybody. That's so that's, that's yeah. tough, man. Who doesn't have the album out right. on iTunes? That's tough, man. I, I congratulations for that, man. But and not that's something I, I like every like now. I try to I try to do because I know it's everybody can't do it and mm-hmm. everybody hasn't you know been able to do it and it's it's not easy to do so like um, my that first album I did with Merce everything was beautiful I think that one was it, it was like number fifty or something like that 
40. I was like, man, that's cool because yeah. it 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 a show like the top to the top 200 albums. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, damn, that's dope. And um, I didn't know how many I sold. You know what I'm saying? To even be there, because uh, at at 40 or 50. Yes, uh, yeah. what you call it? Put it out. So I never seen the numbers for it. But then when I did uh, Black Future, I put that one out myself, and that one was number 25 and I was like okay See, I'm climbing and I said I said man now nah, I man I want to get to number I was like, I got hit number 10 mm-hmm. and um and just learn how to like strategize the 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 music and how I release it and stuff like that and the dates and all that when to drop it when to drop that. it yeah. you know paying attention to all that stuff whatever you um, say whatever you say and so whenever <laughs> I was number 25 um I think that's when I re- that's when I got I almost made it to Billboard, and I was like, man, okay, now I want to make it on Billboard, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then, so, This World So Fragile and Cruel came out. I was just trying to get number 10, because the last one was 25. I was like, if uh-huh. I get number 10, I'm top 10 on iTunes, I'm selling like that. Yeah. That's that's all I need is just that, that, that screenshot of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that mug was like number three, bro. What, what's, your, what's your hottest market? Yeah, it's probably Oklahoma City, yeah. Oklahoma, um, Texas, uh, Arizona. LA, New York, um, um, Atlanta, Minneapolis. So the, 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 the hot spots? Yeah. And then, you know, um, because I did that European tour, uh, Germany, uh, yeah. Sweden, Switzerland. So. And when you go over to places like that, you're taking merch and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that and, and, and CD yeah. vinyl stuff with you? Yeah, everything. That's a heavy push, man. Um, Real quick, man, before I let you get out of here, um, I know you got a lot of stuff going. Uh, what was that line? Black man in the red state, I'm a starving artist. Yeah, that's that's uh, that song is uh, Praying Hands. Okay, Praying Hands. Um, statements like that in a state like Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. When you make statements like that, you're not afraid to bark back and clap back at local politicians, things like that. How does that make the team feel? How does that make the, I don't know how many white people you got in the crew, but does that make some folks kind of shy away from working with you? Maybe some people in your own team say, ah, I don't know, man, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, as far as music goes, like I really don't have a team. You know what I'm saying? I got people that, you know, um, that help support me here and there, you know, or, you know, things like that. But it's not, I only really have a, I team people that I roll with. I'm okay. usually by myself when they when it's with the music stuff. When it's time to do to to make business decisions. So business is Emmy people. So yeah, business now. Before I would I was really like was conscious of like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I realized, man, if somebody, especially white, if somebody has a problem with me saying something like that, I don't my music ain't for them anyways. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I don't like, I don't want them at a show. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so, uh, you know, I just know whoever I, even if, you know, even if it's the, for instance, the, you know, people always talk about me and the mayor. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, we do stuff together all the time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if he was ever like, you know what I'm saying? Man, I don't know, because you said, then I'd be like, you right. know, he know you know, I'm here for all that smoke. You know what I'm right. saying? You know what I mean? Right. And and um and I'm 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 I'll 
do with whatever comes with it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, um, him, like, the the superintendent of the school, like, he texts me lyrics for my song all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, I, you know, I just think that, you know, I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do is is be a voice, especially a voice in a in a place and in rooms where uh, not everybody who looks like us gets to be. And and I know if I'm in those places and in those rooms, and I'm not saying, you know, what I'm supposed to say, then you know the homies people are like you gonna be like yeah bro what's up you know what yeah, I'm saying like yeah. you know what I mean you wasting time man you wasting time you know what I'm saying like <laughs> you're in there for nothing yeah get that to somebody else who yeah. ain't gonna squander <laughs> it you know what I mean because I I got people who you know what I'm saying who check me on that stuff all the time you know what I'm saying like my family my mom you know what I'm saying my my sisters my cousins you know what I'm saying like who you know what I'm saying who really out here you know what I'm saying yeah. like who you know if if I'm you know trying to please these white people with what I say, I'm letting a whole community of people down. And whoever these white people white people are, and whatever proximity they are with me, whether they working with me, supporting me, or um, or, you know, whatever, giving me a platform, they gotta know this is what comes with it. You, you know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> and I'm representing a group of people that need to be represented. You know what I mean? And um yeah, and I I just, you know, and if they don't like it, then they roll with it or get rolled yeah, over, man. Exactly. I'm a, one last thing. I saw this the other day and it made me cringe. I understand fully where he was coming from, but it made me cringe a little bit. And it was watching Irv Gotti and Ja Rule on Drink Champs the other day. I don't know if you saw this. I watched the whole thing. Irv Gotti said, and it just, it just, right now, you know what I'm saying, the tune of, the, the tone of America right now, it was just a cringy statement. Mm-hmm. Irv Gotti said, boy, you know, he was talking about selling his masters, and he got $250 million, and it, it was, life is lovely right now. And he said, boy, ain't nothing like having a rich white man put his arm around you, and, now, and, I and, and, and and send you to the heavens so you can fly. I was like, what? Yeah, that was wild. I was like, Irv, I, I mean, I get what he's saying, yeah. right? I, but but that's not something you want to teach people to come embrace. Come on, man, right. You know like, come on, Jay, there was... Is that what we on right now? Nah, yeah, I hope not. But, I, you know, he he was drunk as shit. I don't know. I think... <laughs> right. I think that... Um, I think that... And a lot, a lot of times, you know... Um, for us, for black people, white people are a sign of success or a sign or a sign of making it mm-hmm. or a sign of acceptance. You know what I'm saying? Like for instance, you know, like for him it's that, you know, having mm-hmm. white men come put his arm around you and you know what I'm saying, show you some love. For one another person might be, you know, moving to a white neighborhood or mm-hmm. getting their kid into a white school. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I mean? For, for somebody else might be just being able to have names you can drop of white people and say yeah I know so you know what I'm saying but that right there I think is is uh, the doctor doc, indoctrination of white supremacy on us to where we feel like in yeah. order in order to to be successful or to look successful in order to uh, feel accomplished we have to be accepted by white people because you know you think supreme like that. 
Huh? Think Supreme was was fond of that statement? His uh, homie? Um, I don't know. I I mean, probably not. No, probably not. I mean, like you know, Preem big- was Preem was like he got it on his own. You know what I'm saying? You know, and the white folks try to take his life from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Five percent so, and all that. Yeah. What What do you know about about rappers? Because it, it seems like rappers, like even even athletes, Kyrie Irving, like. KD admitted uh, on an interview with David Letterman that he's a Muslim. Like, is that is that that connection with the FOI and Farrakhan? For what you know, if you don't know, that's fine. But is that true? Is that real? Are are, are they really trying to convert over, or they just want that protection and vouching and, um, and I don't, I security don't, team? I don't even know, <laughs> but I know I do know they they security team is strong. Hey, but ain't nobody stepping through the FOI. Yeah, man. I think I think for the for the for the uh, FOI, you know what I'm saying. I, I I don't know. I do know. I mean, even Michael Jackson had had them as a security at some at one point. I think I heard Killer Mike say he was he, yeah. was, he was a Muslim. Yeah. Um, but I know when it comes to the five percenters, like that's not just something you fall into. That's not something you can play around with. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just they just can't be your security. Like they don't. You know what I mean? Like that's that's they they for real about theirs. You got to know your shit with them. You know what I mean? So. And I, I just think when Irv said that, I said that's not. Come on, man. These, yeah. Come on, man. Is that what we're <laughs> pushing right now? Anyway, man. And and who else is talk about something like that than this guy right here, JB Williams, hip hop artist. Uh, entrepreneur, business owner, mentor, activist, and a two-time Emmy Award winner? Yeah. I didn't know about the second one. Yeah. Okay, man. I'm going to have to get a look at those at, at one of them on the next go-round. I got you, bro. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate it, JB. One last time, man. Give all your socials out there and, and, and your information. Yeah, everything is at my name is JB, and JB is spelled J-A-B-E-E. Um, and that's how you can find me or just search J-A-B-E-E anywhere and I'll come up. Hey, man, my man J.B. Williams, uh, hip-hop artist extraordinaire in the OKC. He got the 405 all on his back, man. I appreciate you, J.B. Hopefully we can do this again next time, man. Continue success and prayers, my brother. Thank you so much. We got to do it again because I know I'll probably listen and be like, oh, my God, I said something so stupid. <laughs> I always do that. Hey, so. like I say, I, I'll send you the, the rough cut, man. If you want if you want me to take something out, it's not an issue, <laughs> nah, man. We can go good. through it. It's all good. No doubt. J.B. Williams, J.B. Williams, folks. Whatever you say, podcast, you say podcast huh? huh? I don't think it's white folks. I think it's Negroes. I do not think this is white folks. It could be. It could be white folks. But I think it's Negro. I think a Negro did this. This is the Whatever You Say podcast. Just niggas who is already doing this shit for each other. And niggas is waiting on entertainers to do it for But it's real people out here that's been doing this shit that niggas never look at. And that's the fucked up part. Because it's the... I need a sensational nigga to tell me how to do something. But it's a nigga in your neighborhood that's been showing you the fucking way. You see what I'm saying? But niggas don't care about that shit.